Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Game by Show podcast for July the 8th, 2020. Uh, July the 8th is the day of today. Be with you? <laughs> no. That was not what I was going to do. I mean, uh, it didn't... <laughs> you, you pulled it. Whatever it was you were aiming for, you did great. Good job. <laughs> Seven, eight. So, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Why what? Why was six afraid of seven? I don't know. Cause seven, because eight, 2020? seven, eight, 2020. <laughs> Dude, got him. Well done. Uh, cool, guys. Well, welcome to the show. I'll allow myself to introduce us. Uh, I'm not even going to do it. Allow I'm myself to introduce myself. <laughs> there's Jeremy and there's Dale. Hello, hey. guys. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. Allow myself to introduce myself. <laughs> What's that? Awesome powers, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Pretty good. Not oh, bad. behave. When was the Are last we going to bring up the 90s movie? movies instead of the 90s music today? Is that what you know doing? what? That Awesome Power soundtrack is awesome. Like, I, I worked at the time when that came out, I was working at uh, Media Play, which is a software and Whoa! music. Whoa! Yeah, I remember that? Media Player. I always would reinstall, uninstall that from all my computers. Haha, <laughs> Media Play, you're... Uh, but uh, that was, you know, I would basically get a was full dope. dose. Yeah, it was nice. I would go in there turned and like, into like FYE or something. What did it, it turn into? It did. It's FYE Four Year Entertainment. It was actually part of the Musicland group. So in other places, there's so, Sam Goody and Musicland. Yeah, in Arkansas, we had FYE, but it was Sam Goody turned into FYE, and we never had media play. Yeah, they were, I think in the on the West Coast, it's Musicland. Anyway, so when Austin Powers came out, you know, I would always get, like, the full blast. Like, I would get it right in the face of whatever was in pop culture that month or whatever. Yeah, they, you know, they play it on that repeated thing. But I got to tell you, that Austin Powers soundtrack is, like, some hot hot stuff. It's, like, ingrained in me. Some of that um, was his own um, original, like, the song about the BBC and, like, uh, I don't know what else. I, was it original? I didn't. I don't think it was. Yeah, because if was you remember, uh, maybe you don't remember, what? but I remember. Well, there was, like, a when, little music video thing. When those two movies... Were, or was there two or three? I think it was three. three. Well, at least for the first one or two. Um, when those were coming out, um, MTV had this, like, parody of, like, the... Was it, like, Laugh-In? Or, like, you know those, oh, like, yeah. 60s Ro- Ronan Martin's Laugh-In. Oh, I used to love that show. Yeah, so, so they did this, like, parody version of it that starred Austin Powers and, you know, like, maybe another character or something and um and it was this whole goofy thing and it was you know it was just to prevent, promote the movie but then they actually played some music videos that were i'm guessing was the soundtrack of the movie and he was like in a bunch of them and like mike myers was doing the singing you know yeah 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 there's yeah. there's some good uh good i mean female the species great song uh the um yeah the medal yeah wah, the, wah, uh, wah, wah. i can't remember what that one is called uh, Nobody knows. Something salsa merengue or something like that. It's anyway. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good soundtrack. But you can't really find it anywhere. It's not on streaming services or, or anything like that. It is right here. I'm looking at it. Oh, it's a uh, it's a playlist, but it's got all the songs. Yeah, on it yeah, yeah, yeah. The soundtrack itself. I don't know why, but you can't actually just get it. But uh, it's a good one. If you haven't watched Austin awesome Powers lately, skip the movie. Listen to the music. Huh. Uh, I think the movie's pretty good. What about I that movie, The Love Guru. Did you guys ever watch that? Oh, dude, come I, on. I watched the movie. I got my wisdom teeth out, and I was high on painkillers. And my girlfriend brought over Austin Powers, and that's when I watched that. And movie. it was like the best thing ever. How about uh, Master of Disguise, Dale? While we're bringing up their hits here. Oh God, Dana Ooh. Carvey's yeah. classic yeah. Master of Disguise. No, no, Iconic. I, I really like uh, his definitive Clean role. Slate. The Dana Carvey movie, Clean Slate. You guys know that one? Nope. Whoop. That one went right over. That's the one where he wakes up every day and he's like has amnesia. I only know Master of Disguise in Wayne's World. 
and Wayne's World too. Yeah, Wayne's World's great. I love Wayne's yeah, World. Yeah, probably still holds up too. I bet. I almost quoted it the other day for some reason, but I can't remember why. Now. You got to stop yourself from that. Yeah, it yeah. would probably be like racist or something these days. You're probably. not worthy. Dale, you're canceled. <laughs> I fell on my keys. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're looking down quotes. on Wayne's basement, but that's not Wayne's basement. <laughs> All right, you gotta find that somewhere. I gotta watch it. I'll, I'll watch it with the kids. They won't even get it. They might get it. They won't get it. No. Um, anyway. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. This is the video game podcast. Uh, from time to time, we in- interject some media play. Sure. Into our uh, into our episode uh, today was uh, '90s movies. Yeah, there's a like whole wide ones. world out there that we choose not <laughs> to focus on. That's right. Uh, but today we're going to be talking about some video games, and well, guys, guess what? I played and completed a video game. In fact, I played and one hundred percented a video game. Oh no! Over the last week. Whoa! Whoa! Oh, God. I don't um, know what what this is. Well, I, I mentioned it on the last podcast. I spoiled it. Uh, I bought Trine Four on the Steam oh, right. sale, and so I started playing Trine Three. Let me tell you something about Trine Three. Um, okay. There were some complaints when that game came out, right? Because uh-huh. yeah, like, yo, TV, this right? isn't. It's in 3D, but that's not what the complaints were about. Oh. Okay? Uh, and I'm going to spoil the hell out of this game. The story is forgettable. The wizard and dies. And, and it won't even matter. It won't even matter at the end. You'll know why spoiling it doesn't even matter. So so the game is really, really short. It took me about five hours to 100% the game. Mm. Uh, trying three. Uh, the you were trying to. The 3D gameplay oh. is not the problem. But the story starts, and... You're brought back together with the Trine, like you are in Trine 2, and uh, the Trine gets broken, right? And you find one of the parts, and you're sent off to find the other three parts of the Trine. Wait, the Trine so gets split into together. four parts? Yes. That's uh, where we doing. S- we're doing some freaking irregular fractions now. That is yeah, really it's really weird, guys. I can't really handle weird. this. Four-thirds, I don't know. Four-thirds equals a whole, something like that. Anyway, so... They put a, they built this whole storyline, and so you're off traipsing through the woods, trying to find the parts of the trine, and you get to this boss fight, and you find you beat the boss, and you get another part, and the boss isn't even like that end bossy of a boss fight, uh, but as soon as you beat the boss, you get another piece of the trine, you put it together, and Amadeus, who's the wizard, goes, "Well, we found an extra part of the trine. Now we just need to find two more," and credits roll. What? And the game is over. I am not kidding. Huh. Uh, they supposedly, because of the the change to 3D, like they spent a lot of money like making that game in 3D and they just had doing to put the it stuff. <laughs> they just didn't have the money to finish it, and it just isn't finished. It's just it ends where really? you it, there's a cutscene where Amadeus is holding the piece of the trine, and he grabs the part they just got, and he puts it together, and he goes, "Well, now we just got to find the other two parts." And then there's credits, and then the game's over, and that's it. That's amazing. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Uh, it, does anybody know about this? I mean, yeah, I mean that that and, and the thing is, is that is the complaint of the game. The the complaint of the game was not necessarily the gameplay or the move to 3D, but it was that the game was just not finished. You know what? And the I, boss fight, the boss fight before the end is like this just random like stupid like boss it's like in the shape of a tree he's just like some guy that just a boss of that has a part of the shrine and you fight the boss and it's not epic at all it's just a, a standard boss fight 
and you you know who the bad guy is because he's he's teased throughout and he's part of the story leading up to this point he's the guy who broke the trine in the first place and so you know who the big bad guy is but you never fight him the game ends at the first boss fight sir not appearing in this film (laughs) you know you know what's amazing like i actually kind of like the idea of that angle of game development like can you imagine if kojima productions or something was like we're gonna make the most highly produced thing and it's like you know it's like uh, it's like 60 seconds but it's like the most amazing 60 seconds like we put all of our budget into this or it's like we're like they have a budget and they just have to stick to it (laughs) and once they hit that budget it's just like they put the game out then it's it's like powerpoint slides after that (laughs) so so i'm like okay i'm like all right so uh Maybe you Surely play it they continue this in Trine 4, right? Yeah, maybe yeah, you right. play it again. Like, you play from yeah. the start again? and So I fired up Trine 4. Uh, no, brand new story. Wait, wait. wait. Wow. What about the <laughs> DLC for Trine 3? So that's the thing. So that's the weird part. And that's the other part that I wanted to talk about as well. Is So they added a Steam Workshop support into Trine and a mod kit where you could actually build your own levels. Who are you guys so finishing? people have finished the game and finished the storyline or added for on Frozen Bite. To the end, yeah, not Frozen Bite. I'm talking, but like they did it models. for Frozen Bite. Like they are like, okay, we're, we'll get this. I got yeah, you. So you can go into Steam Workshop and download like chapters. So people put out these epic storylines that have kind of finished off, or other storylines unrelated that they've come up with. You know, um, so yeah, that's the DLC. That so then, what's Dale, the deal with Trine DLC. Four if it doesn't continue the story? Trine Four is back to its 2D pseudo 2D 3D roots. So and, is it a prequel uh, to Trine Three? <laughs> it's just another story. That about the, those three characters. That's the most amazing thing I've ever heard. They, you know what they should have done? They should have done like added a menu or something at the end. Okay, get the next part. And it just starts you over at the beginning again. <laughs> the, the weirdest thing is like I, I got into the game and I'm like, I'm like you know, this game is pretty good. Like I, I'm, I'm actually enjoying this game. Like why did people hate this game so much? And nobody bought it. And why, 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 why? I had all these questions in my head. And then I was like, I'm going to name my game. child after this is this is people naming their child Daenerys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah dude. Oh, you know, yeah. in the fourth season or whatever. So there's like this, there's like this map that you're running around on to these different levels, and you queue up these levels up off of a map, and pretty soon, like my map was getting done, and there was no more map. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. I, I think <laughs> then, that's uh, awesome. And then suddenly the game was over. How much do they? And... How much do they charge for this? Uh, oh, <laughs> I probably paid five bucks for it on some Steam sale. I don't think I paid a lot for it. Yeah, right uh, now it's five forty nine, but it's yeah. I probably paid like maybe off. seven bucks or ten bucks max. I, I don't think I paid. I didn't pay full price for it. They were probably charging twenty to twenty five when it came out. Really, they should have taken a. They should have taken two thirds off the price and. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But anyway, that. um. So so as far as the game itself, yeah, like as far as the good? game itself, I mean, it's uh. It's pretty awesome. I mean, the 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 whole premise of trying is that you play as three different characters who are very very different, and you kind of use and can can combine their powers uh, to make your way through these levels. And the game is really well known for a fantastic soundtrack uh, soundtrack of trying one and two, and the goblin invasion or whatever that uh, goblin army, whatever that whatever that expansion was called for trying two and trying three. The soundtracks are all fantastic. They're all all have been great and this one is no exception and the other side is just the overall art style the atmosphere and just they're just really 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 pretty games yeah like super glowy fairy forest kind of mushrooms everywhere and and this game translated really well to that art style translated really well to 3d and the gameplay itself uh they had to simplify a few things just because you don't have as much uh 
control in the 3D space as you do in the 2D space for what you're trying to do. So you're basically manipulating a lot of physics puzzles and stuff like that. And so they had to kind of trim things down. Like, for example, Amadeus can't spawn the little bridge. That's just not a thing in this game. Mm. So he can always, he can still spawn the, the boxes and throw the boxes around and stuff like that. What's her name? Can uh, the girl, whatever, her Zoya? Zoya, Zoya yeah. is her name. She can, uh, she can swing from things still, and it's all in 3D. And the thing is... Is they kind of make it in such a way where it's very, very generous and forgiving, and it's like, uh, you know, she's swinging around on these hooks and stuff like that. Right, like you'll uh, land the, on the thing you want. Yeah, the one thing they added to her is that she can actually um, rope two things together. So she can, like, tie a box to a rope and attach it to a, a pillar, and then Amadeus can throw that box off of the cliff, and then it'll oh, that's kind of cool. up or something like that. Uh, so they did some stuff like that. They kind of expanded on that type of gameplay where it made sense in this type of 3D 3D version of Trine, uh, and then other where they just kind of took it off. Um, uh, Zoya's uh, bow and arrow is pretty difficult to use. There's also mm. no experience, so you don't actually level up and give yourself those experience uh, skills like you do in Trine 1 or 2. Yeah. Um, but overall, like I, I think that it was a great game. I really feel like they just ran out of money, and, and it cost them so much money to like develop whatever 3D engine or whatever they end up doing to make this game happen in 3D that they just... Huh. didn't have the money to finish it and they didn't and they that's fascinating too because i mean frozen bite is a pretty established development house i mean they are still i mean they must have decided to to cut that while they were deciding to f- put forward other stuff and they were just like no this is a project we're just going to stop where it is um yeah. theoretically they have the bandwidth that they could have put into that so i, I find that kind of fascinating so just one quick clarification so when you say it's in 3d i mean are we talking like tomb raider kind of 3d or or what would be its closest cousin would you say uh um, well yeah i mean you're well the, the only difference is, is you have a static camera so the camera kind of follows you into like an area and it just stays in one position and then you go to the next area and it kind of follows you around. You don't have you don't have like a total control of the camera, so huh. that's the only difference. So it, it kind of reminded me like um, like Moss, except for you're not in virtual reality. You know, you're, oh, you're playing like a vignette. Like here's an area. Yeah, so you just come into a preset zone and then you kind of deal with like the three, like Hubert or something. Like you have to. Well, sort of. Except for it's all in the one contiguous level, right? Right. Um, they did have okay. one really yeah. cool level that was very different where they got sucked into a storybook for some reason and the and the level was all very hand-drawn artsy and the characters were actually more hand-drawn with ink and it was like a, more of like a storybook drawing uh, than like the world of Trine, which was hmm. a pretty unique level. Uh, they also added some challenge levels that you can kind of just play in um, where they're like really quick, like maybe, you know, five minute or less experiences focusing on like you know a specific like combat or you know a, a, with a different character you can't really switch between characters so they kind of added those in there and it seems like those were more they could have been like parts of other levels that were halfway done that they kind of just dumped in to kind of try to pad the game out with other content that they already had built out um but ultimately yeah it's just a, a really wacky thing um <laughs> but i but i had a good time with it and like i said i 100 percented it like i had to, and it was really easy to 100 percent. i kind of i probably went back and replayed i probably missed like maybe i don't know five or six total experience cubes or those little collectible things yeah the little getcha things um i probably missed like maybe five of those throughout my entire playthrough and had to go back to a couple levels and and find them but hmm. uh, when you spawn into a level you can actually choose which part of the level you spawn as so you don't have to play through the whole level again which was nice and it tells you how many uh, of the experience they call them trine angles 
<laughs> very nice. That's cute. Yeah. Um, how many of those? Um, so the other thing that I wanted to talk about of this game uh, before I finish is is the and I didn't actually know this, but they actually have 3D TV support built into Trine One, Two, and Three. Where if you have a 3D TV, which nobody does, I do. You, but, okay, go on, Jeremy. Trine is your game, bro. Because you're you can speaking turn to on, me here. You, you you can turn on stereoscopic uh, 3D vision and play Trine in 3D with 3D glasses, right? I think I shall. Well, I don't have I don't have 3D, but I found out that you can actually do it in VR. So get this: this is what I do. Whoa! Did. So you can. So I put on my Vive. Uh huh. Right. I go into that big screen beta. Uh, there's a there's an app that basically allows you to sit down and you're in like a campfire area or like I'm in the mountains or you're up in space or you're in your office and there's a big projector in front of you, right? And you're sitting there and the idea with this with this uh, app, it's called Big Screen, is that you can invite other people to sit in here and then you can just play movies off of your desktop and you're right, just basically right. sharing your desktop with the world, right? Well, if you're playing a game. You can play the game, and then there's a mode in Big Screen where I can say, yeah, make this stereoscopic 3D side-by-side. Uh, or this game is a, a 3D game, and it's in stereoscopic side-by-side 3D, right? And so if you do that, then Big Screen will then take those two left and right sides and then put them on and top of each other. And it figures it out. And then the whole thing, it figures it all out. So I was sitting with my head, my Vive, HTC Vive on, my headset on, in a virtual world, in 3D, looking around, watching a TV on the wall that, that was, was in a 3D, 3D playing TV. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Huh. Uh, so I played through like maybe two or three levels that way, and I also tried it out in Trine Two, um, and it, it was kind of a cool thing, man. Like I didn't, re- I didn't even know that Trine even had that. So if you ever do play Trine, uh, play it on your 3D TV. I think it's, it's a. Uh, I mean, why not? It's, it's, it's cool. Um, Agreed. So I did that. I also found out that uh, with Trine 4, which I actually played through the first level of Trine 4, um, just to see if they had continued the story. Which right. Not. <laughs> um, but they uh, they are using a different engine and a different rendering uh, method, and so they don't have this 3D support in Trine 4, which is kind of disappointing. Uh, but it, it wasn't 1, 2, and 3, and that's the thing that everyone's... I, and I also found there's a whole community of these weird dudes that are all about 3D video games. What? Um, yeah, they're like all there's like forums of people like talking about. Yeah, I'm so glad that Frozen Bite supporting the 3D community, and I'm like, there's a community of 3D gamers. Like, <laughs> like, there are, are dozens of us, dozens. Yeah, so it, it was basically that. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, there's niche communities for you name it, right? And so uh, I, I stumbled upon that community in my in my quest to figure out how to get 3D uh, trying to work in my HTC Vive, and I, hmm. I did figure it out. I already owned a copy of Big Screen uh beta it's called it's in beta still but uh anyways trying three is awesome man and it, it's like five bucks right now it's probably worth five bucks to kind of screw around with it if you especially if you like trying one and two uh sure. the art and atmosphere is super awesome uh the gameplay is good the music is fantastic uh just know that you don't play for the story just play for the experience of playing trying uh because well the story just ends for a little while <laughs> abruptly yeah um so yeah there you go any more questions about trying jeremy nope Dale? okay think I'm well. nope Okay, well, it's on sale uh, for the next uh, 24 12 hours, hours. Yeah. 11 hours. <laughs> there you go. What have you been up to, Dale? Uh, well, I guess the only thing I really have to talk about this time, yeah, uh, is uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> what? I love the, enth- the energy, Dale. Animal well, Crossing. 
I guess. Yeah, my my kids have been playing <laughs> this, and um, and so I, I joined in and played a little bit too, so I could contribute to the to the island. You know, yeah, that's right. You got to build your civic, uh, you build your civic to capital. The island up. life. Is this your first Animal Crossing ever? It is. Yeah, first okay. one I've ever played. All right, and uh, I guess my, my daughter's getting it for her birthday on Monday, Ooh. so I oh, nice. will probably dabble a little bit. I found yeah, my well, you know would have been awesome. Just like build everything up without her, and just like give it to her, and everything's already set up. <laughs> well, she's got her own switch, so she can. Oh, just, okay. She'll start her own island. I yeah. got you. I think we're still in the early going. Um, yeah. Tell, tell, so what have you what have you gone through so far? Also, what I've done is uh, like just kind of like log on each day. And, uh, you know, go and collect some, like, tree branches or, or cherries. We have cherries on our island. All right. Uh, or go collect some um, seashells, you know. And then go and sell that stuff and get bells. And Start then, the cottage amazing. industry. Um, anytime you do anything, you, like, get nook miles by, like, redeeming your your app, you know. Like, yeah. when you – it's like you get these little achievements and you cash them in for these nook miles, right? And then so the first I'm going to make a supercut of Dale talking about all these things branches, seashells, no miles <laughs> bells. Yeah, it's, you, like, it's uh, like it's like you, it's like you've entered this confounding new world just to hear you talk about. Well, it. listening to you talk about it is just like like I don't know anything about Animal Crossing myself. So whenever I hear anyone talk about Animal Crossing in this way, it like just goes right over my this head. This is uh, well on. it's 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 a game without any sort of like combat right so like this is the gameplay it's like you go oh, there's there's combat you're, you're you battling late stuff. stage capitalism uh, <laughs> well that's true uh when you first get to the island you're you're in debt to uh tom nook by like i, I forget how many bells he says but you don't pay him back with bells you pay him back with these nook miles that you at get the, begin- at the beginning you do eventually yeah. you pay him with bells yeah yeah so i paid off my spoilers jeremy my, oh sorry hasn't got to that story initial yeah. debt yeah. of uh 5,000 nook miles. And then when you do that, you get a, a house, right? So you're you're in a tent before that. And then you get a house. And then the house, you have a mortgage of, uh, it's like 98,000 <laughs> bells or something like that. So I'm, I'm most of the way done paying that off right now. And again, this is just by like collecting stuff on the ground and selling it, right? Um, $98,000 of seashells? Yeah, and yeah, cherries? basically. Yeah, seashells and cherries and things Although like now, that. Although now, as of, I think it was... The second What's the bell to dollar month? conversion rate? Uh, you can now swim in the ocean. Uh, you have oh, to. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's new. Apparently that, that is new. A, that that's new to new everybody. Now. Yeah, so that's brand new. You you just buy a bathing suit, and then yeah, you can just jump right into the water off of the beach or off of like a pier or a rock or something. And then when you're swimming around, what this does is it like it lets you visit other parts of the island that you might not be able to yet because like we don't have a bridge a jumping pole yeah anything. you got you, you eventually you get like a gondola pole and you can like vault over it yeah, so for me i i never got one like i my kids i would send them off as my little henchmen to go and like gather things from the the river that i couldn't cross so that's fascinating to me is that now you can literally swim anywhere mm. which which to me there were parts you can't of the swim island in the where, river though you can only swim in the ocean yeah it so is you have a to swim seawater sea bathing swim sea. around the deltas mm. of the river that's for the next DLC. River. And then, yeah. and then come up on the island in the other part, you know. And then you have can you done any diving some... yet? Yeah, that's the other thing. You can swim out in the ocean, and you'll see like bubbles coming up from below. And then, so you dive down and grab whatever it is. And there's this whole list of like possible drops that you can get from the ocean. 
Um, and there's so, so you know there's all your like sand dollars and seashells and you got stuff like kelp and something called sea grapes. Yeah. Delish. Um, and then I'm yeah, never, you, you got any muscles? Game, dude. You I just have sell no, that. Absolutely zero interest in this thing. <laughs> oh yeah, no, me too. Um, but it was. <laughs> You, uh, I, I'm you loving can, this. Like, I'm just delighted right now to watch Dale. Just like you just you seem like you're, you're so reluctant about the whole thing. You're just like, yeah. And, um, and then you, <laughs> you, can, you can do some crafting. So, like uh, in the main tent, uh, Tom Nook has a crafting DIY desk that you can you can build your own too. Only, um, they, there's one of the mats I don't have. I don't. I don't. One of the. What is one it? One of the things. I forget what you need. It's like oh hardwood. Oh hardwood. yeah, hardwood, I don't have any totally. wood. So yeah, the crafting system is also pretty new in this. It I have used branches. To be... I have branches, but no wood. And yeah. I make an your axe. branches into wood. They're made of wood. Just cut them up into wood. It's not that simple. You can't <laughs> combine you can't them just, into wood. You can't just do that. Run them through a shredder and then there, make them into like particle boards. I have an Listen, electric. There's scooter, a process. And I have a. I have one of those like giant water coolers that you have like at a campsite that has like the spigot on the bottom it's like it's a cylindrical you know yeah so all the, all the furniture yeah i got uh i got a japanese uh tanabata um bamboo tree sort of decoration i've got okay caught, okay here let's cut to the chase what like do you have coleman your, lantern what are your kids doing like are you doing any like father daughter like are they enjoying That's this the or thing. Are you they wanted me to them? play so that they could like cheat extra screen time of their own out of me play oh right? i see so are they so do you have a, an extra controller and they're like tagging along or are they just watching dad no they're just watching and then every time i find something they're like oh can i have that yeah oh, can yeah we drop that you're being used dale that's how they get you oh yeah i can't totally. believe it um, so so here's the thing so there there are you know and, and I, I sense that you know you kind of have some direction it might not be super compelling at this time but as you develop your city you're going to find that there are some more clear goals I mean that is one thing that Animal Crossing does is it gives you some you know extra little carrots that you can kind of and sometimes literal ghost, carrots and uh, when I ran into him he got scared and then I had to go and collect his five like soul shards oh, wow. across the island that is quite um, an inversion of the typical ghost experience Right. And then <laughs> and then when I gave him back all of his ghostly parts, he gave me a new wallpaper to put on my oh. the inside of my home. Well, basically, you've pretty much encapsulated the experience, I think. Uh, a, a few other things. Uh, so remember that this is in real time. So as you start fishing yes, and hunting bugs, uh, there are different hours or times yeah. of day. That and every time, every night for me, it's like um, it's like seven thirty, seven forty five, eight o'clock or whatever here. Yeah. So every time I've played so far, it's been... Uh, you know, time. like I'm seeing the same fish and the same stuff in the ocean, right? Each time, so. So also, do you, you can think pick you're... weeds. You can go and like collect the weeds, and then you can sell the weeds, which is you know, so you can make a lot of money oh, selling e weeds. everything. There's a there's a, an economy for everything in yeah. this game. So uh, I, I haven't gotten to the part where I, my kids were talking about. They went. They flew to like somebody else's island. And like met a couple of new NPCs and invited mm -hmm. NPCs to come to our island, but they haven't shown up yet. So I don't. Yeah, what know do you think of the, your starter villagers? Do you have? Uh, so for mm. me, we had a pig and like a hippopotamus. Who do you have? We have a penguin, um, Flo, and then we have a Flip, who is a, a monkey. Ah. And and now Wisp, which is the ghost that I found tonight. Oh uh, yeah, I think Wisp um, is more of like a side character. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, 
and then yeah, and that, that's it so far. So I mean, we got uh, my two daughters and I. So I mean, it's already like it's getting a little bit crowded, you know, with the the houses. Oh yeah, gentrification is a thing. Where did you put your house? Uh, I actually have a little sort of like a, a a peninsula, like a little that it was like the dad area, which was kind of off to the side where I where I wouldn't interfere interfere with my, my girls. So mine uh, is like north of the plaza. Does everybody at island look the same? I don't know. No, islands are all totally different, randomly all generated. Totally but different? you, you okay. eventually will get the opportunity to do some engineering of your premises. So you'll you'll have you'll really have some... everybody's island is different. Yeah, 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 and all the villagers generated. are different. Yeah, and so when you visit someone else's, it'll be a totally different place. Okay. Uh, the well, only yeah. the only common characters are going to be Isabel and Tom Nook and and the the Nook boys, uh, Timmy and Tommy. But yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you sort of you sort of suspend Wait, disbelief that there's these Nooks everywhere. We don't have oh, Isabel. okay. I'm sorry. Spoilers. So eventually, you'll get a civic center, and you know, some more things will okay. happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, good. Well, hey, I look forward to uh, to hearing you know whether you choose to stick with this because I I think for for me part of it really is these days. I mean, I played a lot of Animal Crossing myself on the GameCube and on pretty much every system since then. Uh, and I think for me the thing is I'm I'm pretty well past it except for the fact that my kids are very into it and they will. Uh, it seems kind of it seems kind of boring. Not like not you know I don't mean that to disparage it. I just mean it's. It's just very mundane, sort of. It's like a slice of life kind of thing. It's like yeah. you log in, you do a few tasks. You know, it's 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 sort of a game that you don't dig into. Well, there are some unhealthy people out there, but you probably don't want to sit and play this for hours. At I don't the think time, I would know? ever be one of those people that's like, um, you know, I gotta, I gotta go around to all the islands and get the get the arbitrage on the turnips or whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I do that. I'm I'm big into the stock market. Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, it's sort of like you kind of dictate just, the terms of your that, own gameplay. Is that just because you're like, you just want to make your score go up to get more like, uh, or like how no. many, how big of a house can you, can you get? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get a pretty big main floor. You can get a basement. You can get an upstairs. Uh, they'll, they'll keep you, they'll keep you on the hook for quite a while. Where does it end? Never. It, it never, never ends. ends. No, it eventually ends. But are I think you, are it's you eventually you... building like starships and stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's just your house, and and you know you can do themed rooms and stuff, and the and the Happy Home Academy will give you scores based on the furniture and wallpaper and flooring you put in there, and you know you, you can just sort of like I said earlier, you can sort of dictate the terms of your own. Happy Home play. Academy was like the name of one of the games, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, but it's or maybe it's the Happy Room Academy, but uh, they will like rate that. you. You get ratings, so you can kind of decide, like, oh, am I interested in getting a good score for my home? Am I interested in getting a good score for my island? Would I rather, you know, collect all of the stuff in, in the fish log and the bugs? And mm. they, they just give you a lot of things that you can sort of choose what is interesting to you, and it's all wrapped in You know what it reminds idea. me of is it's like it's all your typical RPG stuff, but with none of the plot. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, basically, it's, and, it's and sort of, of the like spiky-haired kids with swords. A, d- a day is a day, and you know, the next day is the next day, and you know, yeah. Saturdays something happens, and Tuesdays something happens, and it's just something is that, that you true? can kind of things happen on Saturdays. Yeah, and Tuesdays? on certain days. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep, they do. So, and, and then of course there are um, analogous holidays and things, you know, to the to right. the real world calendar and stuff like that. So, you know, it's uh, it, it's not the kind of thing that's necessarily going to be. I wonder if they're going to take away swimming after summer. Yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting thought. Um, we eventually will get season changes. In fact, it's summer now, and eventually it'll be fall, and then you can make snowmen. And so that's an interesting thought. They might take some things away. Uh, usually Nintendo is not in the habit of, of removing a lot of stuff, but I think that would be a fascinating change. Yeah. I, I, it's just it's interesting that they introduced swimming with summertime. Uh, so that made me wonder if they would take it away when it came Yeah. 
I just cool. assumed it was that's what it that's the time that it took to do it because it's not like a major update and like you said you know there's kind of some weird stuff about it like why can't I swim into the river kind of thing and and you can only swim out like so that. far because there's one of those like like uh, a buoy line or something yeah one of those things that you get that ropes off the like swimming area at a lake you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well good well keep keep us updated on so, your uh, I wish there was really more to say about it but uh, it's just it, it, it <laughs> unfolds over a long period of time I think I, I and, think that yeah that seems to be the case and really for you I think your kids are at an age where if you can you know send them letters that's something else you can do oh, yeah. and yeah, you know bur- them, so. bury something on the island and be like hey you know I bury you know and then send them a letter and be like I buried a treasure near the the twin trees or something you know something like that right. and then they can go find it I mean that honestly is really a lot of fun for especially at that age so I would I would I would suggest that you, you know, grit your teeth and and play with your kids asynchronously. Uh, yeah, the uh, older one is turning nine tomorrow, so. Wow. Well, soon yeah. it's off to college and you'll be dead. Yeah, my daughter's eight on Monday. Mm-hmm. See, and then you can make friends and visit, you know, oh, and then you yeah. can cross-pollinate your, your villagers yeah, they've and got, all kinds uh, of stuff. They've got a couple of friends that, that well, uh, a cousin and uh, I think a couple of friends that have animal crossing so they've i'm not sure if they've been to each other's island or what hmm. anyway awesome you're so excited about it that's great i had planned to play something else but then i never got around to it well, that's why animal crossing is there it's the game to play when you're not playing good something enough. else oh and tetris 99 i've been playing some of that lately that's really oh, nice i'm bad at that yeah, still good all right, Jeremy, lay it on us. All right, so we're going to go from the uh, pastoral, calm, and mundane to the intense, frustrating, and hardcore. Uh, in keeping with my recent theme in, in past months of playing things that are sort of free or contemporary, uh, we have on the Epic Game Store a beta, which I guess is by popular demand. People just really wanted to play this thing. It's a game called Mortal Shell. And it is a game from a new studio uh, called Cold Symmetry, and I think this is their debut game. And uh, essentially what we have here is basically a Demon Souls, Dark Souls alike. Um, as far as I know, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think, who was the studio at Bandai Namco that... that uh, that started doing Dark Souls. Was it just an internal studio? So so we have uh, From Software that did Demon Souls and Bloodborne, and then yeah. we have whoever at, at Nam- Namco Bandai, and then no, we it's, have... it's From Software. Is it still From Software, and it's yeah. just Ban- Namco's publisher? They just it? changed publishers as well. Then we have, like, Sekiro, and I'm not sure who. That's From Software also. Is that also, also From Software? Yeah. Yeah. So, is, so maybe it's From Software doing all this and stuff. And Bloodborne well, is also From Software. Except for Neo, which is that's think, the Koei one. Tecmo. That's the one. Koei Tecmo. That's right. Uh, and so now we have, I guess, a third studio coming into this with Cold Symmetry. I don't know where they're from or what their pedigree is, um, but I would say first off that they have created a very, very competent Dark Souls type game or Demon Souls. I prefer to call it Demon Souls type game. Um, and I can tell that because it grinds my gears to no end. Um, the the conceit of Mortal Shell is, whereas other games, so in um, Demon Souls was sort of the entree, I guess, into all of this. Uh, Dark Souls, you you had a lot of um, blocking, I guess. Bloodborne was more about the uh, preemptive um, parry, I guess, you know, you'd have. Uh, this kind of splits the difference a little bit with that. So the idea of Mortal Shell is where in Demon Souls you had your like flesh form and then your uh, kind of your your soul form. I can't remember what they called it, but you were a ghost at some withered. point. Yeah. yeah, your withered your withered form. Uh, here you have kind of a um, 
I don't even know what you'd call it. Sort of like this weird, ghoulish kind of humanoid form. Uh, that, it's the mortal shell. It, well, the thing is that the shells are the people. So you are like is that what this. It is? Yeah. So the the thing is that the shells. I didn't get that far, man. Like I. <laughs> yeah. So, so I've been to I've been to two areas, and um, oh wow. Yeah. Uh, so I I mean I did I I did my best and I tried and maybe maybe I'll go back to it, but it it has all of the things that really just I'm like ah, it, it's the same kind of thing where you're learning through failure, which I don't. I mean every time every time you know you might get lucky sometimes and something will go your way, but it's not too long before, you know you you finally uh, you know you get up to the ledge where that guy was you know sniping you with a crossbow the whole time. You, you kill him, and then you turn around just in time for somebody to come jump kick you off the edge. Stuff like that. I mean, it's just stuff that you, you know. But anyway, the, the conceit of the game is that you are, are sort of this ghastly kind of revenant kind of form. And you can do some things. You can attack, but you don't really have any particularly special abilities. But one thing that you can always do is uh, sort of get, get this rocky shell. You can sort of harden. And um, you can do that at any time. It's, a, it's an ability that has a little, um, like a little reset or a little timer. Um, and then you can also dodge and do these other things. But the idea when I was saying splits the difference is that at any point, if your meter and it's, you know, 10 seconds between, between hardenings, I guess. Um, but you can do that anytime. And then you also can dodge. So you can sort of choose as you're playing this, whether you want to go more for the parry idea, because there is that too. And I'll talk about that in just a minute, the dodge idea or the block idea. So it kind of decides that it's going to give you a little bit of all of that. And then that ghoulish form that you are, you know, your true self or, or whatever it is. Um, and it kind of looks a little bit like a superhero mask. It almost like it's a sort of a meshy kind of uh, shroud or, or something. It's just you're just sort of nondescript humanoid. Um, as as you go through the different levels, you'll come across these basically fallen people, and you can then sort of possess that form, and, and that's the the shell. So you can sort of take those on, ah. or, or you'll find other ones, and you can switch them off. And those those different um, those different shells, those different characters, essentially that you can be, sort of have different mixes of. Attack styles, um, dodges are a little bit different. There's two heroes, I think, that are in this beta. Uh, one is kind of a Templar, kind of a knight with a big sword, and he does a fairly fairly normal kind of um, uh, attacks and dodges and things like that. Later on, you get to a second area that's an underground rocky catacomb, and you find the second character that uh, is more of a, almost like a, a skeleton assassin kind of thing. And he has like a little wispy kind of shadow dodge that he does, and he moves a little bit more quick and, and stuff like that. Uh, the game is full of the same kinds of set pieces that you would see in a Demon Souls or a Dark Souls. Uh, you'll come across encampments of kind of just, uh, you know, loser peon enemies. Um, and it's like, oh, that these will guys kick are... your ass. Yeah, they will. And that's the thing. So on any <laughs> given run, on any given run, you might do real well and take them down and hit everything just right. The next time those same two peons just like surround you just kind of wrong and suddenly you're dead. Um, in this game, when you die, uh, you, you have essentially two health meters. Um, so you do still have stamina, but then you've got your one health meter. And eventually, if they kill you dead, your ghouly form kind of like gets knocked out of the body and the body kind of turns to stone and waits there for you. And you, you then have like a little little bit of health you have like you one can, hit left exactly and so you can try to you know manage that way or if you can make your way back to your shell that you've lost it regenerates your health and then if you lose that second time then you know you're dead and you have to respawn somewhere uh and and that in of itself is kind of different i mean in in demon souls you know you would die and then you'd have to go back and find your 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 body again or you'd have to kill a boss in order to to get your body 
Um, and um, in, in this, they give you kind of that extra shot where technically if you're on a level where you have a couple of shells there, like those two characters I mentioned, you could theoretically run back. You could retreat and, and get the other one. Actually, I never really I never really did that, but I presume you can you can do that anytime. Um, and all of the scenarios, I mean, I feel like they're playing me like a fiddle. I'll, I'll take one particular route. There'll be guys there. They've got a secret dude who gets up and I didn't see him and he kills me. Then I go back and I'm, I'm able to deal with that guy, but then some other thing happens. Um, there are large characters, small characters. Um, there's a parrying system. So like I mentioned, the, the parry works a little bit differently than it does in Bloodborne. In Bloodborne, it was just, a, you just had to have good timing and you could basically parry. I mean, it depended on the weapon, but you could basically parry anytime. Here, by doing regular attacks, you build up a third little meter that kind of has chunks in it and every chunk represents one parry and if you successfully parry you'll you'll have an opportunity to do a counterattack. when you stab the person you'll get a bunch of health um and and that's that's another route that you can take um the environments uh the first level that you start out in is kind of a swampy kind of graveyardish looking sort of thing uh kind of kind of barren the 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 mood is very very true to the other games of this type i mean it's uh yeah. you know dreary looking it's it's just, like are they just souls. aping dark souls completely or what? oh 100 percent. yeah absolutely um and then you know Aside again they some are of those mechanics yeah, exactly. So they're adding uh, some twists with the, you know, the shell idea and the fact that you can harden, parry, dodge, um, but but essentially the stamina is the same, the camera view is the same, the general, I mean, it, it is very much those kinds of things. And, and like I said, apparently people are pretty hungry for this because this beta is apparently, at least this is word on the street is, that this beta is public by popular demand. I guess it might have been you know, private or something before, but they basically have it available on the Epic Games Store. I was trying to look to see how long this is going on, but I can't see if they've, maybe they haven't decided an end date. So you can load up the Epic Games Store. It's called Mortal Shell. Uh, I think you can just search for it in the store and just try it. Try it anytime. And if you have ever had a fling with Dark Souls, Demon Souls, uh, it might be that this could be, uh, you know, a good fit for you. Uh, I... I just have to be in the right mood, and and it spoils my mood pretty quickly. These I'm kinds not of in the games. mood for this right now. I, I got <laughs> that very first big guy with the big sword that comes yeah. stomping towards you. Yeah. I didn't. I never killed that guy. I died no. like four or five times. I'm like, I just don't want this right now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm absolutely by the book. You know, like die here, do a little bit better next time, do a little bit worse the next time, try an alternate route. Hey, this is kind of interesting. They give you a lot of little places. In fact, right at the beginning, a little bit of a secret. That very first encounter, instead of going down the path, you turn around and go the other way. There's a little place you can crawl through and do a boss fight. So just kind of like in Bloodborne too. Remember in the first level of Bloodborne, you could kind of go through these little boxes, and there was a big dude back there, and you could just fight him if you really wanted to and uh you know you could go down the, the alleyway where all of the the mob was i beat bloodborne that's the only one of these i finished yeah yeah i mean it i i, I always think that i'll go back to bloodborne in fact i even bought like a collector's guide book or something for it to like you know i, I just want to i want to try and have like a good experience with these games i just tend not to and i think that's the point of course i mean a lot you of you really gotta uh, buckle down and get serious about it Come yeah, on, I just I, I could just see the look on my own face as I'm playing this. I'm just like slack jaw, just like really. And when I die, I don't get mad. I'm just like, of course, of, of course that happened. Of course, maybe maybe they're just not for you then. Yeah, I mean, I really think that might be the case, but but every once in a while, like, I want to try hard, you know, like, I want to do it, and sometimes I'm like, yeah, yeah, I just did it, that's great, but then before too long, no, 
Nope, I guess not. And um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's it's the kind of thing that I want to like and I want to be good at, but every time I try it, I just start feeling as dreary as the environments before too long. Um, but if, like I said, if you are somebody who has enjoyed those types of games, uh, it's free, it's uh, limited time, so you might as well try it out, get a taste of it while you can, and see if it's your thing. Um, Epic Game Store exclusive at this point, as far as the beta goes. I don't know what platforms it'll eventually be coming to. Uh, I do recommend playing with a controller. You can play with mouse and keyboard, but my Xbox One controller just synced right up and it works great. Um, oh, one other minor thing, which is that all of the items and things, you know, that you still have pickups like you you, you did in Dark Souls, Demon Souls, um, but the interesting thing is that you gain affinity with different items the more you use them. So if you pick up a mushroom and eat it, um, every time you do it, it fills up like a little indicator that eventually you might get more, more maybe more efficacy or more information about what you can use different items for. Um, which I found kind of interesting because at first I was like, what is all this stuff? How am I supposed to know? And the whole point is you don't know. You start, you know, eating poison mushrooms, which I did. Um, the point, by the way, the poison in this is super OP, uh, hate it. And eventually you get down into those catacombs and you have a random chance to be poisoned by guys and you will die. It's not one of those cute poisonings where you get down to one hit point and it stops there. It'll kill you. Um, so enjoy that or, or not as, as it were. So, uh, mortal shell, uh, go check it out or not, cold symmetry, and good luck to all of us. Something else that you might enjoy, the Game Bite Show podcast. If it makes you feel dreary, uh, you know, you're not alone. No, I'm just kidding. We, we do good here. We have a fun time talking about video games, and uh, we just finished our midweek show where we talk about the games that we've played, but we'll be back to talk to you about the news, the new releases, and a special topic of discussion at the top of the coming week. We like to keep you informed as well as entertained, so join with us for that. Uh, share the podcast around your friends. It's been a while since I've asked you to do that, but if you like video games and know people who do, uh, think of the Game Bite Show podcast the next time you're jawing with your friends about video games because uh, we're uh, we, you know we like to think we're a podcast for all kinds of folks so uh, share that around you can find us uh, on the internet if you'd like to share with us the games that you've been playing or comment about any of the games that we've talked about you can find us on social media we're on twitter at game Bite show collectively you can also find us individually i am at jeremy underscore lamont you can find me at legrand and i am at count elmdor find our fourth man jared red eye done at red underscore i and as we always say he's over at twitch.tv slash game show streaming once a week uh there was a while where we were doing it twice jared come on we got to get back on that twice a week the special jared show uh this month though is joystick july where jared and i are playing flight simulators stompy mech simulators anything that uses a joystick uh throttle flight yoke those kinds of things uh we've got some treats in store for you played some war thunder this last week and uh actually it went all right we did some bombing missions we did some dog fighting uh i came in solid last on every single one um but uh yeah go check that out you can find that on youtube.com slash show as well find us at gamebyteshow.com where you can find the back catalog of all of our podcasts links to our discord server and uh, come join with us there and uh, share some memes get some freebies we have a nice freebies channel there's some good stuff going on there and uh, of course keep yourself subscribed to the gamebyte show podcast because we'll be back before too long uh but until then this has been your episode thank you so much for joining us and we will see you next time see ya see ya